Hello? Hey. Hold on one second. Can oh, you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, yeah. Hold on. I have to... I realized I did something. Okay. Else. Don't do that. Give me one second. Oh. Okay. I hadn't had the uh, the settings changed over in Skype. Okay. To be on the microphone. So it was going oh. the Mac... Uh, just like the built-in speaker and the so I was like wait I'm not hearing you in my headphones but now I can ah that's the first welcome welcome to the newness of the headphones yes yeah I have like over ear headphones like some audio technica over here at headphones and uh, I've had to have one on one off in the podcast because it's been like because then it muffles my own voice yeah. I can't hear myself, and that drives me nuts. So yeah, I'm happy to actually have a functional microphone. You heard about the pirate that had the um, steering wheel attached to his pants, right? Whatever this joke is, this dad joke, I'm done already. I don't know what you're talking about. This is a real <laughs> thing that happened. There's a pirate Ugh. that had the steering attached to his pants. Yeah. When, when when asked why he had the steering wheel attached to his pants, he was quoted to say, Arr, it's driving me nuts. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, did I just hear Diego? Uh, you did. You did yeah. see the microphone isn't perfect. It needs to block out the background noise. No, that is perfect. I'm glad someone else expresses the <laughs> That. I wish you could have seen the look that accompanied the the sound of scorn coming from my wife, who, by the way, is getting hit on by delivery men now, which is hilarious. Well, I shouldn't even Ooh. say now. This is an ongoing thing, and it's not the same delivery man. It's it's several delivery men. So this this one today was was kind enough to you know kind of respect the 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 rebuff, obviously. But there was okay. one. There was one we were just talking about from um, a couple months ago, where she was getting food delivered, and I was on my way back. And <laughs> the pickup line the guy tried to use was, "Hey girl, hey, um, you need some help eating all that food?" And it's oh. like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so I'm. So first of all, never comment on ladies' food. <laughs> dumbass um i i'm amazed that she opens the door well for you delivery know. men because i don't i never open the door for people what do you do and i have a camera what like do do? that i can look at what do, what do you mean what do i do like when you get your food you go outside and meet them or do they oh, just leave i it don't and... have food delivered to my home oh interesting okay no well. i go out and get the food ah gotcha 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 even yeah. like pizza okay i go get it yeah, I don't we want do. To get uh, <laughs> yeah, I can. I can understand the concern. We're we're not at that quite at that level of if, concern about it. But okay, so if yeah. it's if it's I'm with someone else and they order it, then mm -hmm. I'll just have them get the the door. Plus, we like, got you know our our protector Bemo here, so everything's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Having a dog helps. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm just like nope. So you never get pizza delivered. I didn't say never, but if I do, I don't answer the door. Oh, okay. okay. I, I rarely answer the door. I've yeah. done it a couple times. 
Um, and it's always been a mistake. <laughs> no, unless I have to, unless I'm told that I have to sign for something and it's like, no, 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 you got to be there. You got to sign for something. Then I will do it. But I'll, I have a camera like there, there's a camera set up out front and I will check and make sure that there's like a truck and that you're a legit person and yeah. not a creep. Yeah, we order through, um, you know, the delivery services like DoorDash and Grubhub and stuff like that when we get delivery. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's some checks and balances there because it's like, hey, this is the person that's delivering it. Um, you know, usually when they uh, ring us because we have like the uh, security gate in front yeah. of our building, you know, they have to announce who they are and they'll say, they'll say DoorDash delivery, blah, blah, blah. You know, all that stuff. So it's a it's, it's a, a whole different, it's a whole process. It's a, Plus. You know, you got to come with some stairs to get to our door. So I, I was just getting ready to say it's a different situation too because <laughs> you live where you live. Like parking is tough and everything like that. Right. Like So going out to get food, it's not. I could see if I was in your situation ordering in more. Yeah. But, but then I would just be like <laughs> to like no one. Like act like someone was home. That's yeah, of how, course. That's how you don't get murdered. Or right just there. you know get real chummy with your neighbors. So if you have a blood curdling scream, they actually come and check on you. Um, that's that's one option. But what I was saying is is that yeah, by the time I to talk to my neighbor, fuck. Oh, <laughs> by the time I hate, I hate every scenario in this. Listen, listen. By the time the security, or rather not security, but the delivery guy gets up to our floor, he's already too out of breath to like stabble anyone because it's just fucking, it's a lot of work, okay? It's a lot of work getting up these stairs. I've had people who are fit, who are physically in shape, come up these two flights of stairs to get to our place and still just like, oh, I don't know how you do this every day. I'm like, man, I, every day, every day. And then we have stairs inside our home too. Stairs wreck me because in Florida, there aren't a lot of two-story buildings. Yeah. Um, homes are not built that way. Buildings are not built that way. Like mall, like the malls here, most of them are like one story because it's, I guess it's like a hurricane thing or it was a hurricane thing. I don't know. Um, but basically it's, <laughs> there aren't a lot of stairs. So when I do encounter stairs, like when I go to school or something, I'm like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, well I, I attribute this. my massive thighs and calves to the stairs. No, I just, yeah. I'm, I'm just Nordic by nature. Yeah. Not because yeah. of nature. Um, yeah, that's all. <laughs> no, I, I get it more. It's, a, I don't know. I, I just get, um, I think it's also like watching certain movies and things like that. Like I saw a movie way too young Hmm. um and it wasn't like i was specifically watching it it was like my mom was watching it okay and i had caught a part of it but like it was (laughs) it was like something that should have been turned off because it was basically like a girl answering the door type of thing and then was just straight up murdered and she was on the phone with her mom and her mom was like in traffic in the car listening to her daughter get murdered it was it was a whole thing I don't know what movie it was. Yeah. I can't remember what movie it was. I know that whoever the lead actress was was famous. Like it was actually like a legit actress. But yeah. So so now I'm like, no, no, don't answer. Hmm. Well, yeah, I don't know, man. I it's just I've always lived this way, so I never really gave it much thought, you yeah. know, as far as the stairs go and the delivery thing goes. It's just, you know, just just life. No, and I'm not saying I never get things like I do occasionally get pizza or Chinese food or something delivered, but I just usually I'm like, now yeah, just go get it. Yeah, and you know what? I mean, that's more equitable, just money wise. Like, all right, so you're going yeah. to get food. 
if That's you want to eat fast food, you know, so that makes sense. If I could do that without, like you said, losing parking and having to drive around for like an hour yeah. and a half to find a space and wait for somebody to come out or just eat the ticket, then, you know, yeah, that right. totally makes sense. Perfect sense. But yeah, I got to like go outside and there's not any restaurants on, on my block or anything like yeah. that. So it's like I'd have to walk all the way past the scary red line stop. Yeah, basically everything here is really close. I'm giving so. way too many details about my neighborhood, so I'm going to stop now. So yeah. we're going to move on. <laughs> it's all gibberish to me. So. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, to the Chicago people, it's like, red line, huh? Okay, well, there's only certain stops. All right, so anyway. They're going to stalk you. <laughs> worst, worst fears become reality. Yeah, so you'll be happy to know. You'll be happy to know that we are taking a vacation in the near future. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Where yeah. you going? Yeah, uh, probably going. Or, you know, uh, we're just we haven't we haven't decided 100 percent yet. Okay. But we're we're looking at some places. You know, we're That's we're cool. checking some things out. Um, yeah. We have so ideas. are you staying in the states? Or are you going? We're gonna stay in the states. Fancy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna do something fun, but we're gonna stay in the states. You have know? you ever been outside of the country? Uh, we went to Canada a few years ago for our anniversary. That was a lot of fun. We went to Toronto mm -hmm. and just lived it up there. Um, you know how big of a Scott Pilgrim fan I am. So we, of course, went and checked out some spots that, mm -hmm. uh, they filmed Scott Pilgrim in. Like we went to Casa Loma, which was, uh, filmed not only during the, um, who was it? Chris, uh, which, which, which Chris is Captain America? Chris, uh, Evans. Evans. Yeah. So Chris Evans, when he was doing the skateboard scene and everything. Mm -hmm. Um, that happened outside of Casa Loma. Famously, and I'm kind of bearing the lead here, is also the X Mansion from the early X Men movies. I mean, it's Toronto, so yeah. there's going to be a lot. Vancouver and Toronto and everything. There's going to be a lot of locations that are like, yeah, yeah. And I mean, filthy. it was just, it was a beautiful place, and it was a lot of fun. The food was great. The people were great. You know, there's a different vibe when you go places on vacation. But, you know, yeah. we were there like during a work week and it wasn't like necessarily summer yet. So mm -hmm. nobody was really in like vacation mode. And the folks that we were, uh, you know, just kind of relating to and everything and talking to and just having fun with, you know, it was just a regular week for them. They seemed cool as hell, laid back, chill, uh, really friendly. We had some poutine. Mm -hmm. We came back home. It's good stuff. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, I've never I've never been outside the country. I, have, I got my oh. passport because I thought. That there was going to be, um, it looked like, so I, I have gotten opportunities to travel. Mm -hmm. Um, like I've been to Hawaii and San Francisco and stuff like that. And it's basically like helping out my dad's company working. Um, and then it's like, they pay for the, or in the past they've paid for me to go to these places. Um, and then I just work and then it's like, I have nights and, you know, maybe an extra day or so to go explore the area. So I've gotten the chance to do stuff like that, but uh, so I thought a couple of years ago that it was gonna—I think it was Italy—was hmm. um, the option, and it didn't work out. But oh. I, I, so I got my passport and everything. But yeah. yeah, like that's one thing I was disappointed in with Toronto. Like we went to Canada and we uh, we flew into New York and we drove. Um, you know, we did the yeah. did the uh, you know just drive in thing because it was a little cheaper. Stopped at a Tim Hortons. We just did everything stereotypical in Canada because we were just having so much fun. But we didn't get the stamp on the passport. And I was told that you get stamps on your passport when you go to other countries. No stamp. Isn't that an airport thing only? I don't know. Or trains, maybe? I don't know, man. Planes, but I was trains, disappointed. I, I, need to, I need to find out and I need to make this happen. 
Yeah. Because I've been to Toronto. But they did check your passport. They did, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's probably an airport thing. Yeah. And it wasn't one of those scary situations with, oh, you know, step out of your vehicle. We need to sit. Nothing like that. It was just, you know, real chill and relaxed. Everything was yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think it's that difficult when you're talking about that because they deal with so much tourism. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's difficult. I think it's like when you're trying to get into Canada for like citizenship, it is, it is very difficult. But... Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. 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 Oh, I mean, I've looked into it. <laughs> it's great there, man. You know, the funniest thing, and this is, this is all I'll say uh, about this. So we were there, we were staying at a hotel and we were going on to the next leg of our journey, uh, which was uh, Niagara Falls. So we were leaving the hotel and I'm packing up the rental car and everything and Dee's checking out uh, at the at the desk. And, you know, I'm just making small talk with other people, uh, you know, getting their car, too. She's like, oh, so, you know, how how you doing? You enjoying your trip? I'm like, yeah. You know, like, all right, that's not that's not a weird question. That's normal. You're at a hotel. Fine. Yeah. And so she goes, oh, so, you know, uh, you drove all the way from Illinois, huh? I'm like, what the fuck? How do you it's know your where license I'm from? Plate, dude. It was the license plate. Yeah. Our rental car had an <laughs> Illinois plate on it. And I was just so like, it took me a couple minutes and I had to ask. I'm like, yeah, this conversation is nice and all. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> where are you following I'm us? so used to living in a touristy area that I just play license plate games where I'm Man. like, oh, look, there's one from actually a lot of Canadians down yeah. here. But I mean, it was just odd. The odds of us getting an Illinois plate and being yeah. in a completely different mm-hmm. country at the same time. Because we rented a car, you know? It was, just, yeah, it was, it was yeah. weird. It was weird. That is funny. That's yeah. good. We're just like, <laughs> yeah, that's that reminds me of a story with um, years ago. It's not the same, but it's like a why is this happening kind of thing. Um, my dad had like a beer koozie in a drawer. And he so every once in a while he would have a beer and he would get it and it would smell like vanilla. Oh, vanilla. And and so every time he would have a drink, he'd smell vanilla, and he's like, "What the?" Fu-? And so he he started to get seriously worried. This went on for like a year. Oh wow! And okay. he got super scared, and I and I went in there. I'm like, "There's there's incense in here, like there's it was either incense or like can't those like wax candle things or whatever." I'm like, "That's what this is." He's like, "Oh thank God, I thought I was dying." Oh, oh God. no. <laughs> Like, I know what burnt toast means. I didn't know yeah. vanilla. What does vanilla mean? What does vanilla mean? Yeah, pennies, okay. But vanilla, like, that just means that someone's yeah. making something delicious around you, man. It's yeah. all good. Uh- <laughs> we have this constant uh, joke about stuff like that where it's like, uh-oh, I smell a thing. Stroke check. Like, right. We, and you and I have talked about that. We were like, you have to ask a coworker, are you making toast? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's that burnt smell? Right. Like, it's just a little concerning. But, you know, if you're making toast, I'd like a slice, please. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so how you doing? How's everything about you? I'm good. Good. Good here. Yeah. Everything's good. Cool. It's all good. How yeah. you doing? I'm all right. You know, no problems. You know, everything's groovy. The internet, the internet fucking sucks. Um, what it do now? <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> what it do? Everybody has an opinion about things they don't care about until they have an opinion about it. So... Oh, I wonder what you're talking about. Yeah, obviously, obviously, I'm talking about the trailer for Mulan. No. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before we before we move to the thing that I know you're talking about. Yes. What did you think of the trailer for Mulan? I thought it was wonderful. I agree. I thought it was really cool. Wonderful. However, how they brought it down to earth. 
mm-hmm. you know, they didn't fuck yeah. around with the mystical animals or anything like that. <sighs> yeah. I mean, it's Disney. That's what makes me sad. It's not a musical. They're trying. They're trying a lot of different things with these live action films, and I respect I, that. I respect it as well, yeah. but I was. I was kind of sad that it, they didn't break out in the song. And apparently they've changed the, <laughs> the romantic lead or whatever, the male lead. Yeah. It's not the same guy. Character, oh. I mean. Oh, really? No, yeah, they, they completely changed that. Oh, I didn't so, know that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, I, yeah, so they, they, I think that that was announced alongside, like, it's not a musical. Hmm. So that makes me sad. Yeah, that's, that's kind of the downside to these live-action remakes. It's like, you want it to be the story that you know, but at the same time, yeah, you know, it's got to change or else you're just going to be painting by numbers. I, there's There have been a lot of movies, Disney and non-Disney, that have done remakes or just live-action uh, interpretations of things, and it's just been painted by numbers, and it doesn't really do anything to sell you on it. Like Watchmen. So- you know? Yeah. So Mulan, though, this is the part that doesn't make sense to me. So Mulan is an actual, like, story. Yeah. Right? Like, it's a real thing. Yeah. So so what – I don't understand – so so Disney took that real thing. Uh-huh. That, that fable it's, – is it is it like a real person or is it just a fable? Uh, You know what? We're going to do I some research a- because I from I've read a couple of different things about it. I've read okay. that it's a fable that has been interpreted different ways uh, okay. you know, over you, time. You do that, and I will speaks. Okay. Um. So, so Mulan is its own thing outside of Disney. So the part that confuses me is that okay, in the whenever Mulan came out was that late nineties, early two thousands. The original yeah. Mulan cartoon came out. It was a musical animated rendition of this story that has already existed in Chinese culture, whether it's real or yeah, we're going to clarify that in a minute. Yeah. So what makes, why, what makes this a Disney movie then? If it's not a musical, if it's not that exaggerated version of the Mulan story, how is it? Is it just Mulan then? Like, is it just that original story? We have a long history of Disney live action films um, that aren't musicals. And I think that is a testament to how Disney, the brand, uh, you know, uh, just completely uh, envelops musicals as well as explores uh, things outside of them. I don't know why I'm rambling about this. They make movies that aren't musicals. That's what I'm getting at here. I understand that. You know, Escape from Witch Mountain and we have, uh, you know. I'm not saying it Others. has to be a musical. <laughs> it clearly doesn't have to be a musical. Right, I'm right, happy. Right. I'm I'm excited for it either way. Yeah. I'm just wondering, what because I if I'm not mistaken, they've made Mulan films like, like they've made other not Disney but like they've other done companies. interpretations of it. I mean, just like the Lion King, they've had other versions of the Lion King as well. Um, this was uh, yeah, it, it's it's all um, I don't want to say fake. It's uh. <laughs> It's a, it's a it's a legend basically. Legend, yes. Yeah. Okay. It's a so, legend that's been passed down. Yeah. So they're taking the legend, and they're and in my opinion, like putting their Disney spin on it. Yeah. So it's just interesting more than anything. I'm not opposed to it. I think it looks really well done. Um, I'm just, you know, 
I, I kind of miss that part of it, but I, I'm still very open to it. Yeah, yeah, you know, the music is still in it. It's just they're doing it um, more of as an accompaniment um, than having them just break out in song. Yeah. I mean, I want the breaking out in song. But... <laughs> well, we're getting that with The Lion King later this month, of course. Uh, yeah, next week. Yeah, next uh, week, yo. So yeah. that's happening. Um. Yeah, so the Mulan trailer came out and people it looks good. People thought it looked good. You know, overall, I, I saw like a positive yeah. vibe about it. Yeah, and what I was, there was cool a lot was of that positivity. like Asian Americans were able to like you know kind of give a little bit of uh, clarity about certain things, certain aspects of it, and you could see that that love and joy uh, mm-hmm. that folks get. Like you know, uh, it's so cool to see people's like various cultures represented on the screen appropriately. And yeah. to see folks just get so emotional about it and just get so happy and just like joyous, just seeing like, yes, they're finally getting this right or they're trying to do this differently. Um, and yeah. they, and they did the, the actress playing Mulan is actually Chinese, correct? Right, 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 yes, right. They were awesome. really, really particular about the casting in this time around. It, it took them a long great. time to cast that character too. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. The it movie, really the whole, whole thing. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know who the casting agent is at Disney, but kudos to them. Uh, they're doing a great job. And yeah, they're getting down to business. They are getting down to business. <laughs> and that actually brings us to the main, the main story, <laughs> which is the casting for Ariel and the Little Mermaid. Now, see, here's, here's the problem with Ariel. Ariel. Okay. Ariel. See, I know a young lady named Ariel now in real life. And so when I first met her, of course, everybody called her Ariel because they saw her name written. And they're familiar with the character from Little Mermaid. So it's kind of like a um, a Metal Gear Mortal Kombat situation with Raiden and Raiden. So if I slip up, call me out. And for our listeners at home, if it's a, if it's the appropriate time of day, take a shot if I mispronounce it. I'm <laughs> I'm going to refrain from commenting on this because I get I get prickly about weird pronunciations. So ah, okay. I will I will call you out, though. How so did you watch Angry Beavers? If it okay, okay. <laughs> I did. It wasn't when I was a kid. It's more as an adult now. Gotcha, gotcha. As gotcha. A, like, really? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'll do my Ariel. best. Ariel, yes. So Ariel. So they recast. Uh, no, I should say they cast the lead of the Little Mermaid, the upcoming uh, live action half live action half. Now this CG. one will be a musical. Yes, this will be a musical. And of course, they cast a young lady who's uh, African American, and uh-huh. the internet lost their fucking minds about it. It's great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. So she's you have a, a singer good... <laughs> and an actress. <laughs> she is. So you have a good chunk of the internet celebrating uh, because they cast a, a woman of okay. color, and then you've got the nasty part of it. Uh, just fucking freaking out about it. Okay, so we'll get into the nasty dumbasses. Can we just take a moment, though? Do you remember the week before how everyone was so angry that Melissa McCarthy <laughs> was going to be uh, <laughs> Ursula? How yeah. fucking mad everyone was. Oh, I remember. That she was going to be Ursula, and I was like, well, okay, like she could be Ursula. Like I, I, I was like, all right, I'm indifferent about this, whatever. And then it was the exactly real flip the switch when they cast Ariel as black. And I was like, oh, this is really like peak outrage season, isn't yeah. it? It was like just chef's kiss. It was wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, 
fucking hell, man. I just don't. I I don't like it. Like. You don't like her being Ariel being black? No, not at all. I, of course, no, I love it. I love it. I love it because it's just like you know the fucking like asshole tears, man. You know, and that's that's a terrible thing to say. Well, there's, but it's true. So there's no reason that Ariel can't be black. Like right. if they cast, you know, I've seen the stupid fucking arguments where they're like, what if so and so was white, cast white or whatever, or cast <laughs> this or cast that. I'm like, okay, yeah, if they cast. Mulan as a as an African-American black actress right then yeah I would be annoyed and mad because that's an that's a Chinese character like it's it's relevant to the story the whole story so like but if you're talking about like Belle from Beauty and the Beast or Ariel Sleeping Beauty, whatever her fucking name was. Like a lot of these a lot of these characters are not like their race doesn't really matter. You will like respect they, Princess Aurora, by the way. But please continue. Princess Aurora. I was never a big fan of that, that's why I don't know. But like Cinderella, like uh, the, all of these the the race is not a part of the story, so they can be any race. So really the important part is casting someone who can sing. Yeah. Act. Yeah, I love it too because it's just always just like, oh hey, what if we made this black character white? It's like, dude, all right. So like, okay, well, why, first of all, why don't you name some black characters? Yeah. Have fun with that game first. I'm, I'm not even doing that that qualifier. No, no. Let's. I'm just laughing at the no, fact I that it's can't. like, like, can you name black characters? Because there's like two. <laughs> they talk about Black Panther. Like that's that's the go-to now. It yeah. used to be, you know, it's funny because when when um, Donald Glover did his stand-up special years and years ago, it was Shaft. You know, that was the that was yeah. the go-to. Now yeah. it, it's Black Panther. So I guess hey. We got two, every everybody. Uh, <laughs> Congratulations, racism is over. Yes, Obama was president. No more racism, y'all. What if Obama oh, was white? <gasps> what? Oh, Snap. Oh. Anyway, so Black Panther. They go to that one now. They're like, "What if Black Panther was white?" It's I like can't be racist. My president was black. First what? of all, his name is Black <laughs> Panther. Secondly, he's from a part of Africa where there ain't that many white people. Third of all, most importantly. Let's underline this and bold it and italicize it and put it in fucking Comic Sans because that's what your ass deserves. It's a comic book. This is a fictional character. Ariel is a fictional character. They cast the best fucking actress for the job. This is Disney, y'all. They ain't trying to waste money. They ain't trying to waste your time. They're trying to make sure that you enjoy this the most you possibly can. So sit back and fucking relax. And and lastly, and this is I'm gonna let you go, but yeah. I'm a little pissed no, no, off go. about this most of all. It go, went go. from zero to a hundred of oh, you know, I don't really care about these remakes. I'm not gonna watch it. To how dare they ruin my childhood, bitch? You weren't gonna fucking watch it in the first place. I agree, <laughs> and and I'm gonna add on to what you're saying. Um, this idea that they are baiting to like you know adding diversity for the sake of diversity or whatever like that that bullshit argument is totally fucking wrong because they could have if that was true they would have been doing this for every single movie they're coming out with but (laughs) cinderella came out it was white maleficent came out angelina jolie was playing uh uh, cinderella was played by lily james terrific actress terrific singer uh 
Uh, I'm excited for Maleficent too. Honestly, I am. I mean, Beauty and the Beast was Emma Watson, terrific actress, terrific singer. Yes. So they've they've done these movies, and now The Lion King. They have Beyonce, terrific singer, actress. She has uh, she was great in Dreamgirls. Like I was gonna say, she hasn't done that many films, but like what she has done, she's been great in. So I mean. They're clearly just casting the right people for the parts. Right. It doesn't make any sense. They're ca- well, they're doing two things. They're casting every film. They're casting names that will draw people in. Like Melissa McCarthy is that for this movie, if she is in fact cast, she's a name that will help draw people in. Um, and then they're casting, like in addition to that, talented people. Like, I I don't see the problem. I don't. <laughs> I mean, obviously, we both are like, this is fucking stupid. I don't get it. But, yeah, I just, uh, I think it's weird. I found the, the the Hollywood is racist against gingers argument yeah. to be absurd. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I also find it interesting, and this is something that I, I want to look into a little bit more. List. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was, it was quite ironic. Like, okay. Well, you know what it is, too? And I I think the real reason for this is because usually redheaded characters in comic books and in media are treated as a sidekick or or an also rat. I mean, that's just the way it's always been. You look at Jimmy Olsen, you know, and usually, usually those are the characters that they they decide to attempt to tweak the race with a little bit of those side diversity. Yeah, Yeah. Not the main ones. Usually. Right. But characters like Jimmy Olsen and Starfire, they're not really the star of the project. They're usually just uh, kind of like the supporting cast. Yeah. So, and also, and shout out to Starfire and Jimmy Olsen, because that casting was phenomenal. And those actors and actresses, right. the actor and actress are phenomenal as well. Yeah. yeah and, and like, there is, you know, there is a thing where, like, I, I've heard you know there is like some bullshit that gingers deal with particularly in like the uk where people will like yeah. physically fuck with them and stuff that's that's fucked that's, up that's a fucked up thing right but that's not that's not what's happening right now guys that's right, right, not right. what's happening um the this idea of we need to give little ginger girls a ginger actress to look up to i'm like what huh that's so strange Emma Stone and Amy Adams and Jessica Chastain and like keep going fucking on and on with this list of all of these like gin like that's there's who's plenty. The girl, who's the girl that played um 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 um, um Gamora's sister in uh, uh, Karen Gillan? Karen Gillan. Karen Gillan. Yeah. yeah, I'm awful with names. It's not just because okay. it's her. I'm sorry, but you get what I'm saying. I don't. Um, I, I don't expect people to know all the names. <laughs> no, you're just the font of knowledge, and I appreciate that. However, what Sometimes I'm getting I don't at, know it, but what I'm yeah. getting at here is the fact that, like, all right, so I didn't know about the whole redhead thing. You know, the whole uh, weird hazing of redheads that they have over in the UK until recently, uh, maybe yeah. about a year ago. Um, I was talking to somebody about it and yeah, it's, it's fucked up, man. It's really fucked up. Like it, it comes from a chiding sort of place, you know, but then it's like some people go overboard with it. Right. Right. So I don't, it's it's bullying and bullying is always wrong. Like, yeah, exactly. You know? know? And so like, I don't really 
say ginger because I'm like, eh, it feels weird. It's not for me. But I'm not going to like, you know, decry anybody else for doing it. But it's like, all right, I, it's just like it, it has too many overtones of the different things that black folks go through. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to. I say ginger veer. because I have law. I have I have a a number of gingers in my family. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Uh, because I have I have Irish there. So Yeah. I I I've seen how other kids can be and how like ginger kids like f- fucking hate it. Like redheaded kids can hate being a redhead when they're yeah. growing up. So I definitely sympathize with that. For but sure. I just don't I, I guess I don't care this much where I'm like, okay, can she sing? I mean, the first thing I did was look this <laughs> this actress up, right, this right. young woman um, on her music and then like IMDb. What what acting has she done or whatever? And and I heard her sing and I was like, cool, talented, sold. All That's right. all it takes. And yeah. you know what? I mean, we had a whole movie of people who can't sing, who sang in Less oh. Miserables. So <laughs> it it happens. That's, um, the, that's how you pronounce that, right? Less miserables. They miss yeah. it up. Okay. Sure. Um, so and yeah, some just of those talk singing. Some of those are good. Yeah, it is talk singing. <laughs> it's a different type of thing. Um, did you see the picture of oh, God? I can't. It's Haley. Haley. Haley? Bailey. Oh, the the actress's name or? Yes. How do you pronounce? What is her name? It's um. Holly starts with a B. It's not. See, Bailey. That's, that's the funny thing too. Like, okay, uh, just yes. as a side note, people who were. Thought her, who thought Halle Berry was cast? Because <laughs> I fucking did. Is that but, being racist? Okay, no, not at all. Because I like just your 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 mind wanted to complete that as Holly Berry, as did mine. It looks and the same. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a complaint right there. It would have been like, why are they casting? Holly Berry in this role as a teenage mermaid. <laughs> like the casting agent hadn't Unless seen any. Unless it was any... like Hook. Like... <laughs> yeah, I guess. But yeah, the casting oh, agent shit. hadn't now seen any see black that. woman <laughs> outside of like 1990s cinema. She's like, you know what? Get Holly Berry on the phone. But no, this is Holly Bailey. That's her name. Holly Bailey. Okay. Yeah. 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 So... Did you see the picture of her with red hair? Oh yeah, you know what's great about this too, and this is this is part of the the love that I've seen outpouring is people, uh, artists have been like just doing work of her as Little Mermaid as Ariel. So was that Photoshop? Um, there was a little bit of Photoshop. There's a little bit of uh, pencil art. There's a little bit of you know CG. Oh, okay. Well, like, the, the picture that like she she looked like she was already filming the Little oh, Mermaid. Really. There, I'm not saying that's what it was. No, because they haven't released anything yet. I'm going to see if it's on her Instagram or something because it was, it looked phenomenal. Yeah. Shout out to her for like weathering all this bullshit too. Because it it cannot be easy. Oh, Halle Berry came up. (laughs) (laughs) But what I was going to say, just, just stopping there for a second, like Halle Berry understanding that there had been so much confusion uh, she actually uh-huh. reached out to the young lady and congratulated her as well. And I thought that was sweet, you know? That is cool. Yeah, yeah. So I think what Disney's doing here is calculated not by the casting, but in how early they're announcing this. Um, you know, we're between the release of The Lion King and the first trailer uh, debuting for Mulan. And I think they wanted to get this news out there in an organic way that it's far enough away uh, from when they start teasing the film, 
uh, far enough away from the D23 Expo uh, where they can kind of just like put this news with some other stuff to bolster it. What I'm hoping people remember, what I'm hoping the fans, the true fans, quote unquote, remember about The Little Mermaid and about Disney is that The Little Mermaid was part of a a reawakening Uh of the golden age of Disney. Yeah, it kicked it off. It kicked it off. They had a lot of um, trial and error where they were, uh, you know, just utilizing old methods that had worked for them in the past. Uh, but they were at a, they were at a low pretty much. Um, yeah. The whole reason why we know about Bluth, uh, you know, Don Bluth Productions, you know, Secret of yep. and that sort of thing is because Disney was basically at its weakest. But when uh, he made some great films, he made some, yeah. And that's not to decry the, the Bluth style American Tale, at all. Rock of- Rockabilly, Rockadoodle. Uh, uh, Rock yeah. yeah. So American Tale, Rockadoodle, Secret of Nim. Uh, of course, I haven't seen the, that one. The artwork for the games Dragon's Lair and yep. Space Ace. Those were yep. fantastic. Beautiful. So all that, all that, all I'm getting at is the fact that like Little Mermaid kicked off the golden age of Disney, the second golden age, if you, you know, count from uh, all the way back to Snow White to now, and we haven't seen that type of of just love and care put in the characters in 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 forever i mean i'm excited about this because little mermaid was a big deal like even as just like a young boy who had no connection to the character hardly at all i uh-huh. was just agape at the quality and the the catchiness of the tunes and just the it was yeah, just what Disney. were what were some of your favorite? By the way, I sent you that picture um, in oh, messages so you can look okay. at it. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what were some of your favorite uh, like of those Disney movies when they had the rebirth? So post yeah yeah uh, mermaid post mermaid Aladdin Aladdin number one yep. for me. I thought that was like just a masterpiece. Um, I went to the theater with my best friend at the time Reggie um, to see. Beauty and the Beast, it wasn't weird at all. We were just like, you know what? We're here for it. This is Disney. We are here yeah. to see this wonderful work of art on the screen. We don't give a fuck about gender norms. This is the shit. And we're here to enjoy it. And we did. Yeah. <laughs> I loved Aladdin, Hercules, and The Lion King. Those are my, my favorites. <laughs> Weirdly, none of them had female characters that's oh this photo I, is dope yeah i, I think lo- this has got to be photoshopped too i loved yeah. all of those movies right it's hard to find a it's hard to find a week the lion the king was probably my favorite yeah the lion king like i don't I know that's man. why i'm so excited it was so good it was so good it's like it's its own genre almost it, it, it supersedes disney almost it's so good it's too good because and, it's shakespearean yeah but like as a disney go like you know it's perfect yeah, yeah. And I know Hercules gets a lot of shit, but I enjoyed Hercules. What? Yeah. Wait, people... wait, 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 why? Well, uh oh, this is funny. Actually the uh the YouTuber you were talking about last week, Lily or Lilith or what's her name? Yes. Um <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay, I am a plethora of film knowledge. I am not a plethora of YouTuber knowledge. Okay. So continue. Well, we'll put it in the show notes, but or there's a the YouTuber that you mentioned last week, she had uh, basically uh, a moratorium or not a moratorium. What am I trying to say here? Jesus. Okay. Whatever. Anyway, I don't know. she did, she did a recap of why Hercules didn't work. It wasn't her favorite Disney film. She said she wanted to like it. There were certain things she did like about it, but uh, she spent about a half hour just poking holes in it. And I'm like, eh, okay, yeah, okay, fine. But 
I I learned through that video and just by reading the comments, which you're never really supposed to do, well, and from just well, doing a little bit of research on my own, that a lot of folks didn't really like Hercules too much. They they weren't sure about what the uh, point of it was, I guess. And of course, with um, old dude that played Hades just being a fucking nut job. Yeah, now. but yeah. I mean, okay. it was a hard sell in the first place. James Woods, that's his name. Thank you, D. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Dee's just listening to half a podcast. Right she now. is. Like, She's oh, gonna God. Get the other half when she when we yeah. put it out there. It's gonna be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um I really loved Hercules. I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. But I liked Meg. Uh and I liked I loved the music and yeah, I remember really digging it. I mean, I liked almost all of them. I like Tarzan uh, too. And Oh my god, that soundtrack? Holy shit. I like yeah. that soundtrack better than I like the movie. Well, see, that's another Mia Reggie story right there. We both had just a, an amazing love of Phil Collins's music, which is another Phil weird Collins thing. Rules. He does. He does. And it's just funny because um, you know, growing up, you have the CD case, you got like 64 mm-hmm. sleeves, throw your CDs in there for your mm-hmm. car ride, whatever. Of course he had a little bit of hip hop in there. Of course he had a little rock music. This man had two pages of CD sleeves dedicated to the cata- to the catalog of Phil Collins. All right? No one no one ever talks about how fucking intense in the air tonight is. <laughs> it's an like, intense they, song. Wait, yes. they talk about they talk about the drums and everything like that. Yeah. Like, oh when it breaks out, I'm like, no, 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 no. It's the before that part. When yeah. he's like, if you were drowning, I would not lend a hand. Holy right? fuck. Right? It's dark. That is, that's that's probably the best song of the 80s. I mean, what? <laughs> Come on, guys. I mean, and that's, that's not so even good. taking into account his work with Genesis, both behind yeah. the drums and on the microphone. Oh, um, and just, fantastic. I mean, misunderstanding is such a bop. You can't go wrong with that. Yeah, so Tarzan <laughs> had a beautiful soundtrack. Tarzan I, had a beautiful soundtrack. You'll be in my heart. Um, it was. A, now, it did was you a, like the older, the older Disney movies? Like, I remember not being as in love with Snow White and Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty the way that everyone else was. I was yeah, really you know, into like the '90s ones. It's yeah. funny. So I watch a lot of those, um, you know, the YouTubers that talk about Disney lore and stuff. I've talked about that in mm-hmm. the past. Um, Something that I thought I misremembered that they actually helped uh, bring to the forefront of my mind, which is Disney would cut certain films from their classic catalog as one hour specials. And I didn't realize that. So a lot of the Disney films that I saw growing up, they were actually aired as like one hour specials on like ABC or the Disney Channel. And I saw a lot of them that way. So for a kid with a short attention span, um, it was perfect. I saw as much of the movie as I needed to. I got the whole story, you know? Yeah. And so sometimes I'd see him on like VHS or something. If I was like at school and we had like, you know, a, a off day or something like that. Um, and they seemed a lot longer and they just wouldn't hold my attention. That's why, mm-hmm. because they just cut down to the meat and potatoes of it. in those hour long specials. Interesting. Yeah. I thought you were going to talk about the rehashing of animation. Oh, like the uh, special edition Blu-ray diamond collection, all that shit. No, no. How like Robin Hood? Is oh, just oh, yeah, yeah, copied yeah, yeah. animation like that uh, whole. It's like all other cells from other things, and then 
change the characters up and everything. So what you're talking about specifically is the fact that um, Friar Tuck, the bear from um, Robin Hood, was just a traced over Baloo, or at least they used that same there's, animation. There's from animation Book. from like Snow White and stuff, or Sleeping same Beauty thing. Too. Yeah. yeah, So, yeah. It, so that Snow movie White is just an amalgam of like other. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Uh, Robin Hood was one of my favorite movies from that era too. I just really dug the fact that a fox was Robin Hood. I thought it was cool. Yeah. Yeah. He was yeah. so slick. He was a he badass. Was. Yeah. It I was, was kind of like, like the precursor to um, like gummy bears and Chip and Dale, just well, the anthropomorphized animals, you know? So definitely. But I also remember I liked when I was growing up, I liked that. I liked Robin Hood men in tights. I like, oh, yeah. I, I like <laughs> the Robin Hood because I like bow and arrow. I, I, we've talked about this before. Yeah. I just love like, the bow and arrow in video games it's my favorite i love it in tv shows i love it in stories i just think it's so cool because to me there's not i know that it takes skill to shoot a gun but like the punisher is never going to be cooler to me than green arrow or hawkeye or whatever because (laughs) it takes so much physical strength and skill to wield a bow properly like and i've shot a bow it's hard. Like it is. It's incredibly it is. hard. I would love to do it more often, but I get annoyed with ranges. And... <laughs> yeah. The whole, like, there's a lot that goes into it. And, and understandably so, because it's, you know, you're holding a deadly weapon if used incorrectly. Um, in high school, we got to do archery one time. Oh, you're so and lucky. I was so angry about that because it was like, I'm, I'm not an athletic guy. I was never an yep. athletic kid. And they put us through so many things in high school. Like, we still had to do square dancing at the high school that I went to. That was like a mandate of the curriculum. So when we got to the day where we actually got to do archery, I was fucking thrilled. Let me tell you, I got to gym on time. I changed on time. I showed up. I got people out on the field like, come on, let's go. Let's go. Come on. It's archery day, Mm y'all. It was serious. And I got out there and I shot that bow and arrow twice. That's it? That's it. (laughs) So the closest thing to that that I've done in recent memory is axe throwing. Yeah. Axe throwing is so fun. I love doing it. I wish I could do it more. But the place that we went to. Um, they've they've been incorporated into a bigger uh, they've been yeah. absorbed into a bigger company so now it's more of a place for like bachelor parties and stuff like that and yeah. it's just not as yeah it's not as open I there is a archery place near me and that's where I went and it's just weird because you're either in like class with kids kind yeah. of thing or you're an adult who's been doing it forever who's going to the range and like. You can yeah. get private classes, but they're expensive. It's just that it's a whole thing. <clears throat> Ideally, I would, you know, be able to, like, if I lived near my grandparents in their house, I would just go in their backyard, <laughs> set up set up some hay and, like, just hit, you know, because they yeah. live in the middle of nowhere in Indiana. But, you know, I, I don't live in that situation, so it's like I'd have to go to a range and... Just like gun ranges and stuff like that, it's just weird people who are like, yeah. the apocalypse is coming, and I'm just like, too into what? it. There's a little too jazzed about yeah. it. Yeah, I'm so like, I've considered I just doing shoot this bow, and ideally, yeah. I would have headphones on, right, and be listening to loud music that drowns everything out, 
and not paying attention to anything around me and just doing this thing. Like That's I would right. take two lessons from a professional person and then just go in backyard do it. Like now, see, know. this is this is a great idea. You know, Airbnb offers a lot of different experiences. <laughs> you know, if I found oh. an Airbnb option that says, "Hey, look, you come to this cabin for the weekend, got an archery range set up out back, go ahead and just knock yourself out." You know, but just be careful. Here's the rules, you know, practice a little bit, all that stuff. Um, sign this waiver, obviously, that absolves me from no, any responsibility. No. What we need to do is not do that. You're trying to make a business out of it. We just need to buy <laughs> the full house house. Yeah. And then we have the full house house where we can, like, cohabitate or the land or the farm that <laughs> that I've discussed where it's like we all have our own separate spaces, but we live in a community together. <laughs> and then we kill outsiders if they try to come in <laughs> and, like – farm our own shit and we have ostriches and all it's, of that it's the lex and matt podcast compound come on down yes. everybody yeah don't, do not because come we have down. bows and arrows we will kill you that's like <laughs> you know but like that, that's my thing i'm like no no, no. i just want to live in this place and my adopted my adopted uh mom andrea has a place like this in north carolina like a cabin oh, in north okay. carolina and she, I, I, she has said that I could, you know, use a bow there. But like, it's in North Carolina. I can't do that. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Man, the only. <laughs> that's and like wild. I said, my grandparents' house, but it's in Indiana, so and yep. you know, it's like five hours from you, so that's exactly. not exactly convenient for either of us. Look, if there's that a bow so and arrow at the older that. <laughs> before the wedding that I went to in March. Um, <laughs> I told Matt, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be in Indiana. And he's like, what? Where? And he literally was like looking up on Google how far it would take to drive because he was about to haul ass down there. I was going to try to say, hey, you know, I figure, you know, <laughs> I see you yeah. once a year yeah. for this Yeah, they'd be scared, though. You're, yeah. you're, you're a black dude coming into old white people territory. Yeah, maybe, maybe not maybe, there. But I know yeah. lots of Indiana people, you know? Yeah. you know, everybody from Indiana drives like shit. But other than that, they're, they're cool, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. They're cool. And I have a mixture of man, my family would be fine. Most of them. <laughs> <laughs> Any, let me let well, me rephrase yeah. that. Anyone who would listen to this podcast <laughs> is just fine. I'm not expecting your family to be 100% cool, okay? <laughs> like, I can't hold that against anybody. You know, no, it takes a lot They're of really effort. not that way. My dad, this, this, it's almost a very similar scenario. My dad brought one of his closest friends to Indiana one time, and he's like, you know, really big dude, and he's black, like dark-skinned black man, and... <laughs> And he wore like a cowboy hat and cowboy boots <laughs> in Indiana because nice. he had never been in that area before. And, you know, my dad just said it was so funny how, but no, everyone is, everyone's pretty cool about it. Yeah. I think that it's more of that. Like that's, that's why when I watch get out, I was like, Oh yeah, that's, <laughs> a, that's the kind of racism that I think that um, I've mostly seen in my life. Yeah. Like, it's the the subtle little bullshit. But moral of the story is I wish I could do archery. And so, <laughs> That's, bring it on back. Bring it on back. I mean, speaking of the, racism, archery. Yes, archery. Uh, now, with the whole thing, the whole thing with family, right? Like, if you're bringing somebody to a cookout, it's like, you know who's going to be there. And if there's any yeah. unexpected family members that you're, you're, 
you know, who are who are surprise entrants to yeah. the cookout, then that's, you know, you kind of like got to give that a pass. Not saying that the person's okay, but the friend that bought you along. It's like, I'm right. not going to bring you to a cookout where there's going to be like homophobic people because that would be fucked up. Yeah. Right. You know, the same way you're not going to bring me to a cookout where there's racist people. It's just <laughs> not knowing. Not that you know <laughs> that of. Someone... Yeah, exactly. I mean, obviously with me, it'd be a little bit more on the nose, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, if you know Cousin Susie, who doesn't really exist, so don't worry about it. Starts mouthing off about how, you know, gays don't deserve the right to vote or some crazy bullshit like that. <laughs> what a um, weird one. That I know. Would be. That's a weird pull. <laughs> That's Cousin Susie for you right there. The so Bible she... says gays should not participate in representative democracies, and therefore <laughs> I do not agree with it. I do not agree. Y'all get married. Just you can't vote. Okay. Yeah. That's... yeah. No, no, that's fine. It's the it's the participating in democracy, both direct democracy and represent democracy. <laughs> Did you know that America has both? And then we get into a whole political thing and, you know, explaining yeah. How hey you know we do we do direct elections and then we have representatives and then the... Susie no, I want you to how much meth Susie. are you on <laughs> I am on quite a bit of meth thank you very much not even once not even once no yeah don't do meth no I feel like I shouldn't have Susie. to tell you that but some of you are still fucking doing meth yeah and I have to say it don't do meth I mean we had a whole six seasons of a cautionary tale of why you shouldn't be involved with meth, let alone do it, yet here we are. What was that? I don't know. Oh, Breaking Bad. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, that Um, show that you and I both devoured and loved and praised (laughs) all the time and then could not remember just now. That show that we marathoned like like a meth head. Um, Yeah, it's good (laughs) shit. It's good shit. Like a meth head. Like a meth head. Um, uh, you know, no, no disrespect to meth addicts. You know, if you if you do have a problem, appreciate you listening to us while you get help. If you're not getting help, fuck you. Stop being a meth head. Oh my god, <laughs> so compassionate. Yeah, so you know. wonderful man. Yeah. Usually, I'm the dick. All right, that's fine. <laughs> cool with us. All right, moving on to another Disney property. Moving on. Kind of. Okay. Did you see the Spider-Man? I didn't see the Spider-Man. You didn't see the Spider-Man? All no, right. because, you know, as is the, 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 the tradition, I have to go see the Marvel movies with Easter, and he's busy. So, okay. Yeah. I I was like, I have to see it this weekend, because Matt yeah. see it, we need to discuss it on the podcast. So thanks I was for sure I was going to see it, but things happened. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. No help. I'm so um, I think you're going to like it. Yeah, I've heard I, good things. It was better than Homecoming. You know what? I got to give credit to the sites that I'm usually shitting on. So comicbook.com and and CBR, they haven't flat out given me any headlines that I can figure out what the spoiler is Mm -hmm. for the end credits. I know there is an end credit scene. I know there's a mid credit scene. Yeah. But they haven't actually spelled out what it is. And I appreciate that. So the mid credit scene is more important, I think. Really? Okay. Yeah. They've been doing that lately, actually. They've been doing. I think yep. the second one is more of a joke and people are reading into it further that without <laughs> spoiling. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
my my uh my hope was that it would be a, a trailer for Into the Spider Verse two, but apparently that see nobody could have kept that under their hat. Okay, no, that just wouldn't have been possible because you know the first one, uh, Far it's From too Home, too early, or uh, Homecoming rather, Homecoming, Homecoming. yeah, yeah, the the end end credit scene was just a scene from uh, Into the Spider Verse. Yeah, so I was hoping for that again, but no. The the thing that I really loved. One of the things that I really I, I so I definitely liked Far From Home more than Homecoming. Okay. Um, and I I think that a big part of that is them improving on MJ. Yeah. Character. Yeah. I'm She's glad so of that. Good. Oh I'm really my glad. god. And you know what? I think it was um, they were concerned about, and this brings it all the way back around to uh, Ariel, um, Ariel. Another redhead recast. <laughs> as a, as a... Yeah, it brings it all the way back around. I think they were concerned about the backlash that they would receive, you know, based on the casting. And they weren't that confident about it at that point. But this is Sony. This isn't Disney. So we can't even really say, oh, yeah, they're all doing this about... in Disney. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm I'm really excited to see this movie. I love Mysterio. And... I'm glad that they finally did him justice, from what I understand. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, We've talked. I love Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. I would have seen this movie even if I wasn't interested in <laughs> the new Spider-Man movies, which I am. Yeah. But uh, I think that he was another reason why it was a big improvement over the last one. And just, yeah, it being a post-Endgame movie, I think that they developed Peter better. That's cool. That's good. Uh, well, I, I, let me let me rephrase that. Peter is a better developed character because of the <laughs> numerous films he's been in. So yeah, you know, um, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah, the the end credit scenes are a whole separate thing. It's not as if we would be discussing them anyway because we don't want to spoil people. It just came out. Right. Right. Um, but yeah, you're. I think you're gonna like it. I'm curious to hear what you think of it. I'm curious to hear what I think of it too. So, so I will report speak, back. So speaking of spoilers. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I mentioned this last week because it didn't come out last week. Okay. Yeah, uh, I was <laughs> totally spoiled on a huge, which I'm not going to say the exact thing, but a huge part of Stranger Things, the ending, before really? I started watching it. Oh wow! How yeah. so? Who uh, who did that for you? Who did that to um, you? Twitter. Oh yeah, that makes that tracks. Okay. Checking Twitter for this <laughs> fucking podcast. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Yeah, they suck. We've talked about this before. I hate Twitter. Um, But I do it for you guys. Go go donate to our Patreon, assholes. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) If that works, oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, no. I I was briefly checking Twitter and just was like giant – fucking spoiler at the end the end of it wasn't even out 24 hours someone had burned through it and then everyone was talking about it online kind of thing so the internet is dark and full spoilers and you need (laughs) to say you need to see stuff immediately or just tune it out i should not have gone on twitter i mean that was on me but at the same time it's kind of not because you guys are ridiculous you we need to really really go back to spoiler etiquette I agree. At least a um, week. Come on. It did. It didn't. Well, no, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, deny the fact that you're you're right here, but 
it didn't ruin your enjoyment of the show, did it? Absolutely not. I thought it was their best season. Me too. I thought it was so good. Yeah. Like, I can't say, and I have a hard time doing this with any show or any franchise. I can't really say it's better than the first because the first was just like, bam, well, fresh out the grease. It was brand new. What it was going to be. Yeah. 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 So it was like, okay, that's groundbreaking. And this is also good, but great. You know, <laughs> I was, like, I was worried because they took so long. We've talked oh, about this. I was worried because I didn't really like season two, like as much, you know, hey, have like, you rewatched season two because I, I rewatched the whole series before yeah. this one. And I will say it's better. The second viewing. Yeah. It's, it's much better than second viewing. That I'll one episode is weak, yeah. but it, it all is better. Um, but even after rewatching one and two, three was out of this world. I'm going to give, I'm not going to give a spoiler out, but I'm going to say one thing that you shared with me, uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Okay. Um, for folks that are watching Stranger Things, if somebody mentions a phone number mm. on the show, call that phone number. It's yeah. an Easter egg. That's it. I just want to, I just want to point out that baby Uma Thurman is <laughs> fantastic and I love her. She is. She was really good. Give I was me all happy. Of the fan art of her. I need it. I need Do you it. understand how much pressure it is to be the daughter of an actor or an actress, but in this case, both yeah, very Ethan successful and, Uma Thurman and looks yes. just fucking like Uma Thurman and even sounds like Uma Thurman at times. It freaks now, that's me out. Interesting because other folks have said that she looks just like Ethan Hawke. No, I mean, I understand that. Like I, yeah. I get it, but I, I hear and see Uma in her. <laughs> uh, I, just I see, see the Ethan Hawke parts. Yeah. But mostly I'm just like, Uma, what? <laughs> She's almost yeah. a more attractive Uma. And I say that with oh, like be trying to be like super respectful and nice. Yeah. But like it's just the mixture. Sometimes <laughs> when celebrities have kids, they look like a photocopy of a photocopy. Yeah. And you're <laughs> like just like something went wrong with you. But <laughs> she is the inverse of that where it's yeah. like, oh, no, you're somehow I think both of your attractive parents somehow made a more attractive kid. And she's but that aside, which is not even the most important part, she's just a really talented. And I loved her character. And yeah. I need more of her in season four. I love the direction they took with her, too. I thought it was uh, kind of cool. Um, yeah, I was basically live tweeting with you, freaking yeah. the fuck out watching that. Oh, my God. That was so good. Ugh. So good. Okay. Um, so, yeah, if you're waiting to watch Stranger Things 3, maybe get on that sooner than later. Because the Internet has been kind to me. Um I, I managed to avoid spoilers. I haven't seen that many people talking about it, but obviously your mileage may vary. Um, and and, and if you do get spoiled, don't you. let it ruin the experience for you. Like, right. I didn't do that. I was pissed off. Um, you know what I really kind of, what, what bugs me lately about, um, and I, this is this is an effort of people to not spoil things, but they do like out of context spoilers go. You know, I still figure that out, and I don't like. Yeah, it everybody's not great at that, and yeah. you need to you need to recognize. You have that. to be so smart to do that, <laughs> and most people are not smart enough to do that. I right. will say that myself included. Like, I I don't care. Like, we're not smart enough to do this, so let's just not. <laughs> like, <laughs> let's just choose not to. Okay? Yeah, Thank yeah. You. I mean, if you have to ask yourself, then probably you know, err on the side of caution. 
Well, yeah, we've had this discussion where it's like, is this racist? If you have to ask, then it's racist. <laughs> is this a spoiler? Yes. Yes. Don't. Is this a spoiler? Yes, it's a spoiler. <laughs> is this inappropriate? Yes, it's inappropriate. And then, well, maybe you still go with it. But, you know, you if you have to ask that question, then more than likely you already know the answer. Yeah. Well, yeah. stranger things. I, I loved it though, man. It was, yep. oh, it was so good. Me too. And, and I've seen weird random controversies pop up. Like, I guess Netflix is taking an initiative against smoking in their programming. Oh. Okay. I didn't uh, even recognize, I didn't realize it was not present. No, no, no. So, okay. So after that was released, not in direct, like, uh, not not just because of Stranger Things, but overall, I guess they're going to try to reduce smoking on screen um, because of some studies or whatever. You know, smoking looks, makes you look cool, so we can't have that. <laughs> um, so they they're going to try to reduce smoking, and then people were pissed off because you know Hopper, for example, on Stranger Things smokes a lot. So is Joyce. They kind of are chain smokers. And they're like, but that's true to the time. And, you know, people get one way or another about that stuff. Yeah. Uh, and then I saw Evan Rachel Wood was caught in some weird controversy about she dared to say that you shouldn't date someone like Hopper in real huh. life. Okay. Because Well, what she was saying is she viewed some of his his actions, particularly in season three, like his jealousy and the uh -huh. way that it manifests as abusive behavior. Okay. And was basically trying to warn people about that because that's her whole thing. Like she's literally going to law school now for that. Yeah. In addition to being like a huge fucking star and doing Westworld, she's like going to law school and writing legislation to try to, um, end, uh, I know one of the things that she's working on is trying to end, uh, what's it called? When they limit, oh, damn it. When they, when you can't, someone's screaming out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when statute of limitations, that's it. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Stop okay. that for domestic abuse because yeah. there are statute of limitations and I know it's specific to California. But anyway, she was, she was talking about how Hopper has problematic things about Absolutely. his character. Yeah. And then it was, it turned into like hatred of this character and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it, it was a whole thing and it didn't need to be a thing as much as she said, hey, you know, some of these things are, are kind of viewed as attractive when we put them on screen, like smoking or whatever. Uh -huh. And in real life, they're not necessarily good for you. So you need to be aware of it. That's basically how I read what she said. And it's all on Twitter. You can go read it. Yeah, yeah. But it was interpreted as, as something else altogether. Like Hopper was, you know, it was like her shitting on him or something like that. And, you yeah, know, people get weird like that close to the epicenter of things like this when you begin to uh, analyze it a little bit more. Yeah, I also, I mean, I didn't necessarily 100% agree with her because I thought some of the things that she was criticizing him for were not as unreasonable. So, okay. Yeah. An example being, and I don't know if this was her or someone else, but like how he was getting angry at, and this is not a spoiler because it's like in the trailer, at Eleven and Mike 
oh, of being yeah. in the room with the door closed. Yeah, no, that's and classic. Like, they were getting like, and people were like, "This is like, you know, sex shaming girls or men." Absolutely not. This is no. They're teenagers, and he's the he's the dad. And the, the parents go for Mike's house if she's there. Like you exactly. know, it's, it's not it's not about that. And I I can't stand I can't stand that. There was a whole no. thing I saw on Reddit recently that was very similar. That was like a daughter who was like like 13 years old or something yeah. wanted to she was demanding or saying her parents should buy her some sort of sex toy or something oh, wow. and the dad and so this was like am i the asshole in this situation the mom uh -huh. was like no we need to do this for her to like for her sexuality to be healthy and then the dad was like <laughs> fuck no and it was a whole it was a whole thing of like is it is it like encouraging? Is it this girl? I don't know. Like, it, it's it's one of those things that every everyone's gonna have to figure that out for themselves with their parent. But yeah, at the, like, but him him saying keep the door open, you know, three inches or whatever, is not unreasonable. They're yeah. 14, 15 years old. And then if if Lord forbid she ends up pregnant or something, you know, Mike's parents are going to be pissed off at hopper, hopper yeah or vice versa you know depending so on where it happens comfortable with, yeah. with them because they're getting older and that was the reason it was so good was because they were exploring that in the show yeah and even if you want to quantify it by saying okay you know sensibilities were different in the 80s than they are right now sex shaming was a concept that wasn't even introduced in the mainstream yet so of course yeah. Hopper, a cop from a small town, yeah, he's who gonna didn't be... have internet. He's going to have classic yeah. morals and classic ideals of what a parent should be. Not to mention the fact that this is his what second year being a dad to a teenager. Will... To a teenager, yeah. I mean, he was a father before, but oh yeah, that's right. Um, I I would also counter argue with that particular thing that. Um, it, as the season progresses, he yeah. progresses as well. So and I think, if anything, that's unrealistic because, like I said, in the 80s, not to mention the fact, okay, so you want to pair this with the fact that, like, all right, this is the 80s when those, those concepts and conversations weren't happening as much. Yeah. Secondly, they are always being attacked by some otherworldly beast. I know. Yeah. If that happened to my child, I would be a little fucking hesitant right. to let her start banging somebody and having these mysterious powers that we barely know anything about. Don't even say banging. I felt oh, so yeah, no, weird was about this yeah, season. No, that's I was that's like, yeah. I both was happy for the kids who were making these connections. Yeah. And then I was deeply uncomfortable because, like, I was messaging you going, I like my teen dramas because they're, like, 30 years old and you can tell they're 30 years old and you don't have to feel weird about watching them make out. <laughs> But now yeah. when you're watching actual teenagers, it's like, oh, God, please make it end. Please stop this. I don't want this to be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Please make it stop. <laughs> I'm just like Hopper freaking out over here. Like, what? What's happening? What's going so let's, on? Let's take, a, let's take 11 out of the equation altogether so it's not as weird. Let's talk about some other psychic people who are you know, maybe not coming of age, but coming into their powers for the first time as, as an adult, right? 
Um, let's say, uh, Jean Grey, right? Jean Grey, right? Right. Okay. So she's got her second mutation happening, whatever, well into her adulthood. Okay. And she wants to make love with her partner. In this case, let's <laughs> say it's Scott. Um, there, there's certain things that you, that are, that are always kind of like on the cusp of coming out of control. When you have psychic powers, when you have uh, oh my God, telekinesis is, and all that shit, this you know? is the fucking mole rats stuff that yeah, that people exactly. get into. That no, okay. This like, I I don't want to talk about this, but it's like no, no, when you talk no, about I, I shaming characters for certain ways to act, you I have totally to take understand. into account all I, I just, of it. I find it to be <laughs> such a weird thing. The fact that they've had to explain how Superman can have sex and have children <laughs> within the shows and the, the lore and everything like that. I'm like, you guys are, what the fuck? Like, right, who right. cares? Why are you so wrapped up in this? He can fly. Hey, what are you he talking also, about? He can also fuck. Okay. Superman. Fucks. <laughs> I, I, the, the Brody and Mallrats thing where he's like, yeah, we can't be with Lois Lane because, and I'm like, oh my God, I've been in comic shops or that conversation. Yeah. It's thing. weird. And it's like, no, this is the law. This is what's happening. It's like, no, this is still just your fucking headcanon, man. Yeah. I don't think, I think it's hard <laughs> to apply that to Stranger Things because clearly they, they deal with, um, Sorry, hit my mic there. They deal with like PTSD yeah. a lot, um, and that tied to like superpowers and visiting these worlds that are really messed up and everything like that. So they explore the psychological aspects of powers getting out of control, and then when the psychological stuff gets heavy, all those powers can manifest themselves in like anger and everything like that. But yeah. it's not. It's not. It's not the Jean Grey situation like you're talking about. So I understand that argument, but I also think it's it's tough because that, that world, it's not really that big of a concern. Yeah, yeah, because if Although, they want things to go right, they go right. The Yeah, the psychological yeah. part is a whole separate thing of like, Eleven is not... Uh, I... I this is me getting into the whole drama situation like way further, which this <laughs> will where I'm like, both of these kids are so stunted. Yeah. How can they possibly yeah. be in relationships? They are going to be dealing with this for years. Yeah. Yeah. I feel bad for Will because he's he's gone through so much. Not even just yeah. saying this season, just like he's just gone through so much. No, he's like much. two years younger than everyone else in the cast because basically the first two seasons messed him up so much. Right. And that's being generous. Yeah. And in real life, he's like the oldest one. And good <laughs> Lord, we need to get him out of those short shorts. <laughs> yeah. <so> we're, <laughs> we're far enough in the 80s and he's old enough of a kid that we need to. But he's still, it's almost like I loved it at the same time, though, because it felt like he was, I don't want to change my clothing. Yeah. Because he's stunted emotionally and right. he can't move past anything. So it's almost as if he's wearing clothing from two years ago. Yeah. That's what I felt when I watched it. I was like, oh, is his clothing and his haircut? And I, like the fact that he's not changing anything outward, like kind of that physical. That's me probably reading into because I just like visual things like that. No, I, I agree. I, I think that, you know, and there are certain things that happen in the season that we won't talk about that pretty much confirm that theory. So, yeah, yeah. Know. I mean, that's the whole that's his whole 
dealio. The arrested it's, development aspect yeah, of it. Exploring yeah. that. It's really good. It's so good. It's, it's good. Uh, it's it's my favorite, I think, so far. Now rewatching it, will I still feel that way? I think so. Um, but I, I'm I hope they they give us more. I don't know. Yeah. I hope they give us one more. Like I th- I, I hope that's it. <laughs> I I, uh, you know, I was watching it and I was going, they should just end it here. Yeah. Because it was so perfect. But I feel like they did leave me wanting more. And I feel like there is more that they can tell. But I agree it's they can't push it much further. No. A spinoff would be fine. I could see that happening. You know, yeah. especially with um, some of the... I want all in or nothing. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we, we got introduced to some concepts last season that never really were fleshed out. You know, as far as like... Yeah. 1 uh, well, 10, you know? They will do spinoffs. Um, and it could go either way because originally, like we've talked about this, I think we've talked about this. I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but they were originally going to be individual seasons like they do on American Horror Story and whatever. So I think that that was the original plan and then they changed it. So I think that they will do this story, the 11 Hawkins story, whatever this end game is now that they've planned hopefully they've planned out and then they will do spinoffs within the stranger stranger things universe if they're not completely burned out by then i don't know yes that's stranger things i don't know some people want to play in their play box forever and some <laughs> people like like you know, uh robert kirkman for a while you know was like i'm just gonna play in the same place forever and then, or Matt Groening with The Simpsons. Uh, and then there's people like the creators of Game of Thrones who are like, we want to get the fuck out of here. We're going to be as sloppy as hell leaving. Did we did we talk about that last episode, how Kirkman just like straight up just boned out of mm-hmm. uh, Walking Dead? Or did we just talk about that online? I can't remember. <laughs> we talked about it online briefly. I, we, I didn't want to talk about it too much because I didn't want, I didn't know if you were still reading it. I read spoilers because I didn't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. I uh I I read 192 because I got a press release about what happened in that one. Mm. And I'm like, "Oh, they wow, I should, okay." No, I read like 100 issues of The Walking Dead. Like, yeah. it's not as if I haven't read The Walking Dead. It's just first of all, I had a lot of trouble when they changed artists from that first volume. Oh onward. my god, those first 6 issues were so great. Uh, yeah. No. I mean, no no disrespect to Charlie Adler, but you give us those first six, and they're I just like, that gritty and just so. I like that, but it's chunky. also cartoony, like yeah. in a way. And I and I love that style of art. That yeah. sells me every time. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, you you know what happened between those two, right? No. So Tony Moore and Robert Kirkman had a um a famous falling out about the uh, the created by rights for the book. Okay. And it caused Tony Moore, who I guess was going to, you know, cycle back eventually, kind of like they used to do on, uh, on, uh, Invincible. Yeah. Where the original guy would come back for some issues. Um, he was going to come back and just like keep doing the covers because for a while he was still doing the covers. Right. Uh, but when they started having that, that legal battle, so, uh, they just so kind of was ways. saying that he wasn't a creator. Yeah. That yeah. More... <sighs> That's fucking so, stupid. It really I'm sorry. Is. If you're if you're talking about comic books, right. you're both creators. 
it's a visual medium. Yeah. You can't you can't take credit. You can't have sole creator as just credit. a writer. Yeah. And I mean no Mm-mm. not taking anything away from writers at all cuz it's an important part of it. Stan Lee you need obviously. Both. Yeah, he was the hype man as well as the writer uh for a lot of these books, but yeah, that story is told by the artist. You know, on the one comic book that I worked on, I wouldn't have done anything right without without Ray Jackson on there. Ray yeah. is amazing, and he told the story, and I just filled in the words. So, well, yeah. but it depends on the the, the writer too. Um, Kirkman, I'm sure, was planning out the stories pretty elaborately, um, and then working with the artist to create that part. I mean, if you're doing it right, you're collaborating. Like uh, Branky Vaughn and Fiona Staples, or uh, I mean, name any of them, but yeah, that sounds like bullshit to me. Yeah, I I don't. It always left a bad taste in my mouth. And Tony Moore's a yeah. cool guy. I've I've talked to him a few times at different conventions. You know, I not about that, artwork. but yeah, his artwork is phenomenal. So yeah, I mean, it, it just felt kind of like selfish. Um. I thought it would have been neat if Tony Moore would have come back and like finished out those, the series as well, you know, with another yeah. six issues. So, that would have been really cool. So what do you think about that like whole si- – what what did they end on? One, what was 193? 193. Why? 192 was the issue where the big thing happened. And then 193 – Why don't you just say spoiler alert and then just talk about it? Because I don't <laughs> – Okay, so spoiler I don't care, alert. And I feel like if some like guys pause it and just go read go. the like two issues of the comic. That's, you know? that's the BMO spoiler alert right there. So <laughs> BMO bark. Yeah. I mean I haven't followed the book in a while, but I read one ninety two because I was told basically what happened. Uh Rick Rick got killed. So okay. yeah. So they finally killed off Rick. Uh people expected uh Carl to just like who's still alive in the book. Carl. You know. Yeah, they they expected him to just like fly off the handle and just start killing people and everything like that. But he took a page out of his dad's book, was super diplomatic about it, you know, just, uh, you know, warned some folks that needed some warning, but didn't kill anybody. Just acted like a grown up, stayed his ass in the house. Okay. yeah, yeah, it was it was interesting. Did you read the last issue? I began to, but I got distracted by curse words. What? <laughs> curse words. The book uh, that I chose oh, for my graphic oh, I novel you were, challenge. Like, somehow offended by curse words in The Walking Dead, <laughs> could you and then couldn't read it, and I was like, "I'm sorry, language? What?" Yeah, yeah. Could you imagine me getting weirded out by the language? Of The Walking Dead. God, not that'd the, be awesome. Not the graphic violence. Oh, no, that's just too adult for me. I can't. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that would be great. I kind of wish that happened. <laughs> yeah, so that ended abruptly. I I was curious as to whether... It was a surprise to the distributors as well. Um, because they basically solicited the rest of the issues to Diamond. I can't wait to hear Kirkman talk about this. Because it just seems so irresponsible of a creator, I guess. But it's also just kind of like he a wants, big fuck He wanted to be surprising. That's what he loves to do, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was a surprise, all right. Yeah. Because, yeah, like I said, people were ordering the uh, further issues in Diamond and everything like that. Because comic books have to order, rather, comic shops have to order things like two months in advance. Three. Yeah. 
three. Yeah. So, okay. Thanks, Robert. Got a big empty spot on the shelf now. <laughs> yeah. And they can't, you know, you only have so much you can order budget wise. Yeah. So yeah. they missed out on possibly other books because he wanted to stop on a weird number. I don't know. I feel like there's something else going on behind the yeah. scenes. There's... I feel like there is too. He's got a lot of stuff in the works. Of course, the show is still going on. He's still uh, creative on that. Um, Fear of the Walking Dead is still going on. That's actually in progress now. In fact, I think it's airing tonight. Uh, he's got other comics at Image. This book called Die, 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 which is another weird thing because this book just showed up in comic shops one Wednesday. It wasn't solicited. It wasn't announced. It was just a book that Robert Kirkman uh, wrote and uh, you know he worked on with another artist, and it just showed up in in the deliveries, and comic shops sold it, and, and everybody was happy. I don't know. So comic weird. shops bought it and didn't know what they were buying. I don't think they bought it. I think it was just given to them. Somebody correct okay. me if I'm wrong here, but it yeah. was just kind of like a surprise sort weird. of thing, you know? Yeah. So Kirkman is trying to do some Willy Wonka type shit with the comic industry. I don't know. Uh, yeah. I, I would love to hear him try to explain some of this so we're not just guessing, but it really does seem like he's just one of those creators that keeps things close to the vest now. I feel bad for the people who were collecting all of it. Oh, yeah. And did not expect 193 to be the last one. And then it, a, it flew off the shelves and now they don't yeah. have the first edition. It's a, it's a weird number to end on. Like, um, Preacher ended on 66, and that kind of makes sense, you know, because yeah, Mark of the Preacher. Beast and all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just 193, I don't know if that has any special meaning to him, or he just ran out of steam. Like, maybe he thought he had enough story to tell to make it to 200. I mean, and it just ran he, out. He claimed he never wanted it to end in the beginning. Yeah. And that... That to me was a like. <laughs> every, I, every, I remember that being a red flag. Right. Every writer that. says that though. Every writer, I feel like every writer that works on a book is like, yeah, this is a dream job, and I want I want this to go as far as far as I can take it. And oh, you know, either that or they go the direction. You though. guys, if you're thinking that, I always want it to end. <laughs> I am just like, please, for the love of God, let this be over. Yeah. The shit that I'm writing, I'm oh. just like, oh my god. <laughs> I just want it to be done. Yeah, it's it's nerve wracking when you're crafting a story like that. Like I um, a comic like that though. Like so, so in my book, I, I had a character named Arsenal, and he was able to like absorb fire into this uh, suit that he made. And the point of the whole thing was like he was basically just being um, framed for crimes that he didn't commit, and the only thing that he had was his uh, intellect and this suit of armor. That was a lot like uh, kind of a cross between Iron Man and, and John Stewart Green Lantern, which mm -hmm. you know, was on purpose. Uh, <laughs> I mean, completely by accident. Um, but he could absorb us. he could absorb fire and he could like emit it in like a green flame, which is supposed to be as hot or as uh, controllable as he wanted it to be, uh, depending on his mood. Okay. Um, until the suit became like a part of him and his eyes would glow green. It was just a, a cool way to get like interesting cover art out of it. Right. Um, but yeah, at the end of my series, I just got so burnt out. And this is only four issues, it's a mini series. I got so burnt out, I just blew them the fuck up. Yeah. Like that was <laughs> that was the ending. <laughs> yeah. And I always intended to bring him back in another story, you know, just to say he survived that explosion or something like that. And I alluded to it at the end of the story, uh, spoilers. Uh but yeah, I just got tired of writing it. I'm like, all right, boom, he's done. The end. Yeah. 
Oh, well, so an ending, like and I and the endings are hard, so I could yeah. see why he would be like, "We're never gonna end it." <laughs> um, I, I don't know how people are reacting to the actual ending itself that he wrote. Yeah. Um, I'd imagine it's received okay. I mean, hasn't most of his stuff been received well? I think people just. No, people are pretty vocal about being pissed off at at Walking Dead lately, especially okay. lately. Because it's dragging on. Yeah, because it's dragging on, but that's always been the point. The point was to see what happens after the zombie apocalypse. And people are like, oh, this has been going on for too long. Well, that was the whole gimmick yeah. in the first place. Um, So I, I don't get that. I know I burned out of it. I was like, okay, this is my stop. I'm off. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, for the ride or dies, I do wonder what they are thinking of the sudden stop. I would like more stories that don't view um, post-apocalyptic, like, everything's terrible. Humans are terrible. I I just want more. I think that's why I like Tomorrowland so much, that movie that came out a couple years ago. Yeah, Because it was so positive. (laughs) And I'm like, let's start making this stuff again. It doesn't have to be all doom and gloom. I'm a little bit burn out on that so i mean there could be stakes but it doesn't always happen <laughs> right right way. right you i mean if it's a good story there will be stakes but like it's you know i i don't know i'm, I'm ready for different types of stories yeah same here so, so that one's maybe gone. we need to get to making them yeah 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 Ma- <laughs> making a what making, making them stories oh oh making them yeah you know so one of us is, is a writer who should probably do that i'm i guess i bitch i am writing leave me alone <laughs> God damn. leave me alone all right i mean I, i'm encouraging you i'm not bullying you i swear uh, I'm, okay. I'm encouraging you to so work kanye on your west is going crazy again speaking of bullies yeah kanye west is going crazy again now, i literally this is saw this right before we started recording and i added <laughs> because it was so funny yeah i i don't know anything about this this is the first i've heard of it What's he doing now? So he wants he wants to build Okay. This is where we go. You I know your heart's in the right place, but what is wrong with you? He wants to build homes for the homeless. Great idea, okay. right? Low income yeah. housing for the homeless. Sure. Great idea. Especially I think he lives in LA. That's a huge problem there. Needs to be solved. Yes. He's yeah. he's inspired by Star Wars architecture. My, oh my. So Luke, <laughs> um, Luke's house in Tatooine, the dome, like uh-huh. that home. That's that's what he wants to make. Wow. All right, Kanye. Um, uh, yeah. So he, this is what he's interested in <laughs> in making for homeless people. What? Okay. First of all, those homes were clearly designed for a desert planet. Like, like that's why they exist that way, because they have sandstorms and they have all of this shit. And so it's low into the ground and it's got that dome shape so they won't sustain a lot of damage when when, you know, shit goes down. Right. (laughs) And Connie's like, homeless people, domes, done, solved it. Uh, So (laughs) if he'd have done just a little bit of research, just (laughs) one Google search. He would have seen like, oh, the creator of Star Wars, George Lucas, is actually making affordable housing for the underprivileged. Uh, maybe I should just give him some money. But to, is it uh, to... don't, Joe? Is it don't? <laughs> but is it Star Wars themed? 
can I make a big headline out of this? Yeah. And see, this is the difference between doing things to be seen and doing things to be charitable. Like, yeah, he's the uh, people who don't talk about the charity work that they do, the people that just do shit just on the slide. Those are folks that I love. Those are the, the folks. Counties. Yeah, you know that they're recognized. They're they're not bragging on themselves. Basically, people yeah. brag on them, and that's cool. You know, um, I saw somebody on Twitter today just posting like, yeah, hey, I don't understand why men, you know, when they talk about how good women are, they're always talking about like the selfless acts they do and the things that they do that go above and beyond. Like, bitch, that's not the only thing about us. Like, yes, that's true. However, when you do go above and beyond and when you do go out of your comfort zone to do things for others to make their lives a better uh, experience, that deserves special recognition. And I think that's what it is. It's like you can brag on yourself all you want. You can talk about how much money you give to charity, how often you do charitable work, but that's self-congratulatory. You know, you're an inspiration. Sure. And you know, there's, there's, there's pros and cons to it. I don't want to, I don't want to put it all in one basket. There's pros and cons because well, and this is something I struggle with too. It's like, all right, so if I do something charitable, I want to make it a point to show folks like, Hey, you know, Black folks are out here doing this too, because you know it's unfortunate that. Wow, why did you bring race into it? I know. I don't see color, man. I don't know what's wrong with you. <laughs> the only color I see is green when I fundraise. Greed for the is homeless. good. Exactly. Donate to our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I understand what you're left. saying. You're well because yeah. you're trying to be uh, an influence within your community. Like exactly, that's, that's not a selfish thing that i think that's a noble thing yeah and i mean that's that's one way to look at it and the other the other side of that coin is to say that you're bragging on yourself and you're trying to make yourself look like a hero well you're that actually you know that's that's not that's what i'm saying though (laughs) you know it's like one of those things it's just one of those things it's a fine line but i mean considering kanye was like i'm jesus and everything a couple (laughs) years ago and how he really has some major problems yeah um i think we can safely say that we know where kanye lands on this remember when people were trying to make jesus walks into some type of like christian anthem it's like that's show me the way you should listen to the lyrics of that song before playing that in church. I maybe just one spin. No, okay. No, yeah. no. All right, cool. I I mean, did you ever have to? Uh, you you did the church like you were a youth pastor <laughs> stuff. I did the church day. thing. Yeah, yes, you did the church thing. So like you had to deal with those terrible cover knockoff artists right oh gosh yeah yeah the uh the sound of likes yeah so yeah so to me if <laughs> even if the lyrics weren't matched up as long as they weren't the sound of likes i would have been very happy <laughs> yeah, i just i don't I, I and i go to some stores and stuff sometimes yeah. and they and they they're christian people own them and they're you know local shops or whatever so they're playing christian music yeah. And I'm like, look, I don't have any problem with you being religious or you having your, you know, I, I, I maybe having a cross, I don't know, on the wall. I, I don't know what, but please don't play this shit. <laughs> that music is terrible. <laughs> you should know by now that it's terrible. We know it's terrible. Everyone knows that it's not good music. 
Like, and that's the thing too. They're, like, there's good gospel music out there. Yes. No. 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 Okay. I, I'm talking. I'm not necessarily talking about. It's hard to paint this with broad strokes. There is good gospel. There's good. Like, there are good artists peppered in, but for the most part, <laughs> this stuff is just so preachy that it's annoying. Yeah. Gospel. No, it's true. Gospel isn't necessarily the like. I know what you're talking about. It's a little I mean, because it can be if so. You're, if you're a Christian rock band and you're very on the nose about your theme, that kind of that kind of goes against what a lot of music, the subtext basically of music is, is what appeals to some people. Yeah. Because uh, one of the one of the greatest things about music is is that two people can listen to one song and get two completely different meanings out of it. Right. You you have less wiggle room in the case where it's supposed to be about Jesus. Um now there's there's one one rare exception that I remember growing up of a song that just like rocked. Um and that was Jars of Clay and it was uh Flood. I don't know if you've ever heard this song. Yeah, I think that was a that that band was a thing. So Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I think they were a thing, but like that song in particular was actually really good. And there, it's like, yeah, okay. there are definitely some good songs in there. Right, right. But and that's some the good thing. artists, there's, but it's like, there's low, there aren't that many. And yeah. it's like, hey, here are a plethora there of Christian bands. I was going to say, there aren't to. that many, but there are so many of them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because that's a specific market. Yeah. It's, it's just a specific market. So. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know where we're going with this. I don't either. <laughs> so Starbucks. So Kanye's Star- crazy. Starbucks. Right, Kanye, this is yeah. a re snackulous corner. Oh, okay. Starbucks is launching a new crazy drink. Oh, what is it this time? It is, is, it, is the tie dye frappuccino. It is apparently launching tomorrow. Ooh, okay. It is the blended drink is the chain's latest attempt to replicate the success of the unicorn frappuccino. One ah. Starbucks employee described it as tastes similar to banana flavored laffy taffy. Oh, yeah. Well, they lost me there. Yeah, uh, sounds ooh. awful. It looks uh. just as terrible. It's insane looking. Now, this actually brings up an interesting question. I'll ask you this. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of laffy taffy. <laughs> Laffy Taffy is going to be. This is further miraculous news. They're going to be releasing a uh, a bag of Laffy Taffy that features all banana flavor Laffy Taffy. Um, a lot of different brands have been doing this lately. Like uh, Starburst has their fave reds or whatever, mm-hmm. or they have a, a bag just strawberry. Mm-hmm. So whatever your whatever your jam is, they've got like your flavor, your mm-hmm. variety for you. How do you feel about that? Do you feel like that's cheating? Or do you feel like that's like, all right, this is playing to a certain market? I don't like Laffy Taffy, so I can't speak to that. <laughs> um, I do like Star- okay. Starburst, though, so I can kind of get into this. Uh, I think, I mean, I usually find if I don't like more than one of the thing in there, like, you know, let's say you get Starburst. Um, yeah. If I don't like half of the the Starbursts that are in that set, why would I like Starbursts? So, 
Um, yeah. I mean, we. It, it was always like, oh my god, look, I found a pink one. Like it, that was the <laughs> shit. Like you know. Right. But I I understand that if you get a bag and it's all pink starbursts, it's both the greatest thing in the world and kind of like, oh, but they didn't have to chase it. I don't know. It's just not as rewarding. I never bought it. Yeah. So I've maybe had, it's um, not selling as as well as I thought. I guess. I've I've had the fave reds before, but Now what I mean, what's in the favorite? It's just the red and pink? So it's red, pink, um, and they take like the reds from uh oh rather cherry and strawberry, and then they take some of the reds from the other like tropical starburst and all that oh okay uh they do watermelon i think they have uh some type of like pink lemonade in there something like that gotcha. you know yeah so it's just like oh if it's got like a pinkish reddish hue we're throwing it in the yeah back. i so like the good. strawberry that that was always my favorite um oh, yeah and then i kind of didn't really care beyond that. I, oh wait no i like the lemon <laughs> ones too this is gonna really be good. like the uh this is gonna be like the potato chip order discussion because like <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't even know all of the flavors off the top of my head. So, so Starburst is uh, cherry, <laughs> strawberry, lemon, and orange. Is that it? I think they. I feel like they have a green one in there too, but I don't think so. That's D. Yeah, no, she, <laughs> she's she's in Horizon right now. She's not okay. paying attention to us anymore. Um, I think you're right. I. So I I actually liked most of those then. I'm not a huge fan of cherry a lot of times. Oh, they have a green apple too. Oh, fuck that. Trash. Yeah. Trash. Yeah. Um <laughs> So, yeah, my ranking would be based off of memory would be strawberry, then lemon, then orange, and then ch- cherry and green apple. You would put cherry down at the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no. cherry tastes right. like medicine to me. Like a yeah. lot of the artificial flavor, cherry flavor stuff. So yeah, no, I I don't. And I I'm a I when I was a kid I used to like eat lemons like just for oh, fun. Yeah. I was that oh, kid. Uh. So lemon is usually a higher ranking. Oh, you know what? Good news. It looks like green apple is only included in the jelly bean variety of Starburst. Well, that's fine because I hate jelly beans. There you go. <laughs> don't like them don't get it don't understand yeah. why it's a thing jolly rancher hard candy all lemon no no, no thank you no what, wait, what's your ranking um cherry straw mm, mm, no. <laughs> cherry orange strawberry lemon oh my god we're like yep. opposite that's the exact yep. opposite yeah wow i wasn't even like i didn't even think about that yeah wow awesome um, it's funny because I, I, uh, went off about yellow starburst at one point, you know, just thinking that, uh, silly me thinking it was a universal, um, thing that wow. everybody didn't like yellow starburst. I've been but, that um, way so many times with, yeah. with things like that, that that are not significant. And then everyone is like, absolutely not. And I'm, wait, right. what? Are we at war now? <laughs> is this how this happens? Okay. Like, is this how we break up as friends? Oh my God. Yeah. So Caitlin Rossberg uh, expressed one time that she really dug yellow Starburst. And I'm like, see, this yeah. is what makes a friendship because I hate yellow. So when I get a pack of Starburst, you, my friend, can have all my yellows. Guess so it what? Works out. Yeah. That's our fucking friendship now. Boom. You, right you, there. You realize that if you and I are hanging out, we can get a Starburst. 
you can take all of the orange and the cherry. I could take all of the pink and the lemon. There you go. And it's set. See, it's even worse at Halloween because at Halloween, it's like you get those two packs, you know? So oh, yeah. Oh. You could strike out or you could hit gold. There's no in between. I love the gamble, though. I really yeah. do. I, I think that, that that's why the bags that you're talking about don't <laughs> appeal to me as much because the gamble is so fun. Yeah, yeah. Just throw it all in the mouth. Yeah. Yeah. That is not the name so of the episode. Banana, banana Laffy Taffy. That is no. a terrible description for a drink. Yeah. I will not it doesn't make me want it. it. First of all, I'm not going to get these intricate Starbucks drinks. Like, I didn't get the unicorn one because yeah. I was like, this seems like it's putting a lot on these poor employees. Baristas, yeah. <laughs> Baristas, yes. That's the not one. only that, but like with banana flavor, if I'm going to drink a banana flavored beverage, I at least want the nutritional value of the banana. Banana milkshake. So, give me a banana Yeah, give milkshake. me a banana milkshake or a banana uh, health shake or banana, something like that. Banana, peanut butter, milkshake, all day. Or a banana. Or I mean, a banana. Yeah. I sound like I sound like a grown up now. But yeah, I'm I mean if it's gonna cost, be it's one banana. <laughs> yeah. I mean if I'm gonna eat a if I'm gonna eat something or drink something that tastes like banana, I want some reward from that. It's like it's like eating like a plate of green beans and not getting any of the nutritional value at all. Do you not like bananas? I they're okay. I mean, they don't taste bad, but it's not like I need a snack. I'm gonna go have a banana. It's oh. like Hard no, I'll, I'll, I, I I'll would. throw it in a shake. When it's we like... have the bunker farm, I, I will eat the bananas <laughs> then, I guess, because that's fine. I, I'm a I'm a banana fan. That's my go-to fruit. Like it's like I appreciate bananas for their nutritional value and for their potassium and all that business, but yeah, when it comes to like the flavor, eh, it's cool. Yeah. Okay. So even it. though banana appeals to me, uh-huh. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, the <laughs> the artificial banana like this is not very appetizing. No. And I'd argue it doesn't even taste like actual banana. No, it's it just doesn't. a flavor that you've been told over time this is, why, is banana. This is why green apple sucks. This is why grape sucks. That's why green apple sucks. That's why banana sucks. Wait, they don't taste like these flavors. Wait, what are the what are the blue? <laughs> what are the blue Tootsie Pops? Are those uh, blue blue raspberry? I don't know. Yeah, they they market them as blue raspberry. Okay, so then I won't fight you about grape. <laughs> blue Tootsie Pops rule. Yeah, they're good. But and I'm you, not saying grape is bad. Is good too. Yeah. All right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Wait, Tootsie Pops. <laughs> one more thing. Yes. Did you like the chocolate ones? God no. Fuck those. Those those were like, no, those were the it's old maid. Too much. Those were the old maid. It's too much. Too it's much. like, ugh. yeah. I didn't come here for chocolate. I came here for fruit flavor and chocolate in the middle. You know what I wish I could have again, as far as like a childhood type of thing. <laughs> they had the uh, charm pops, like oh, like you yeah. remember the charm pop. Uh, lollipops they yeah, yeah. had sour ones that were oh. not apple like they hmm. were other the other flavors but as sour and oh, they that's were cool so good and i haven't had yeah. them in years huh i'd like to I, I don't even i doubt they even make them anymore i had them when I was a kid it, like where did you get candy like that growing up uh like local candy shops like i okay. there was a there was one shop that we could walk to called the candy store and it, 
if I'm not mistaken, and, and this could be wrong, but if I remember correctly, it was like a family-owned, lo- it was a local shop family-owned, and I think that the the man who ran that shop was um, developmentally disabled. Oh. Um, he definitely worked there, and I think he was like, it was kind of like his family helped him, but like it was his shop. And so we would go up there and we'd get like sodas and the old-fashioned candies, and we'd have candy cigarettes and, you know. Yeah, that sort of thing. It was, it now, was, but it was a really, and like, I think it's changed hands a couple times, and I think it's still kind of a candy shop, but like that one of those, like, they make their own candy in house sort of thing. It's not oh, the yeah. Um, but yeah, it was a really great little place, um, when I was a kid, just right up the street from where I lived, or if, because I moved around a lot, it was near, right near one of the elementary schools. So like you could just go there and it was local. And I feel like looking back, a lot of people did want to support it because it was like a nice family or something like that that owned it. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I like stuff like that. Now stop me if you've heard this one, um, please do, because it's, it's kind of weird. Did I ever tell you about, um, the, the basement candy shops that I used to go to growing up? Oh, no. This is. No. no. This is brand new. Okay. You. I'm not a therapist. I can't help you if you've been touched. Oh, no, 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 no. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. But, you know, this is. This is. This almost brings the entire conversation full circle because this is a situation that no person in this day and age, our age or otherwise, would put themselves in, but it was just socially acceptable. Okay. Back in the early 80s. So when I was growing up, I spent a lot of time over at my grandmother's place, my granny, uh, which is uh, how I differentiate my mom, my mom's mom from my dad's mom. Uh, So mom's mom was granny. Dad's mom was grandma. Uh, You know, just a little bit of backstory there for you. Um, So when I would go over to my granny's house, uh, I would basically have run of the whole neighborhood. It was like Ed, Ed, Nettie. As long as I stayed on the block, everything was like cool. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So my cousins and I, uh, we were the little hood rats running around, uh, <laughs> getting in all kind of mischief and shit. It was a lot of fun. We we were good kids, you know. We didn't like you know beat anybody up or rob anybody or lie or steal or anything like that. But we'd get into mischief, you know. Um, and in our adventures, uh, we were sometimes told not to leave the front porch. We mm-hmm. would leave the front porch and we would go over to uh, one of our neighbor's houses uh, who had a candy shop in her basement. Now, this woman, uh, my grand, my my grandmother knew her. You know, she was uh, an out, uh, upstanding member of the community. Um, <laughs> but this sounds like the plot to Ma almost at this at yeah. this time. Um, but, yeah, uh, at a certain time of day, I want to say like 10 a.m. or something like that, she would open up her basement as a candy shop she had a display and everything down there uh she had set prices of course you come down there you get your penny candy in a bag and you get the hell out that's all um she was dealing weed dude she... this was a front <laughs> i'm sorry i'm not buying it i'm not buying it she's... i was buying it for a dollar a bag yeah, at a time she's... not weed candy no she's <laughs> she's clearly selling this candy as a front like this is an elderly woman and Maybe you think you know, elderly, social, elderly women can't sell weed? Maybe Social Security wasn't, you know, cutting the mustard because she had her own house. So who knows? Back then, I, I had no idea the value of money 
or how far a dollar stretched. Yeah. All I knew was is that I could go down there at 10 a.m., get some candy. She was probably just in a house coat or I, whatever. We have things like that I – something similar to that where it was like – neighborhood and there were there were there was a nice couple that lived in a house in the neighborhood and they didn't have kids yet they were still younger and so they would let us like go into the basement like to grab a soda or Uh like popsicle type of thing and then like we just say hi and whatever and nothing (laughs) like it was fine like there was nothing you weren't paying right you weren't being charged for the service no 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 they were just being nice to us and yeah. like they were totally nice. Nothing to my knowledge ever happened. But yeah. like, you know, now looking back on it, I'm like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> like, how did I survive? Like, oh, how did yeah. I, get I have so many moments like that. <laughs> and I was, you know, more sheltered than a previous generation. And then they were more sheltered than the previous one. I don't know how any of us are alive. <laughs> so is this kind of weird, right? And oh, OK, so I'm kind of I'm kind of like bearing the lead here. There were three candy stores on this block. In so basements? There were, there were two basement stores, and there was one place that was like the Valhalla. It was like, okay, at the end of the block, there was a pink and white house, which we called creatively the pink and white house. Okay. And this one opened the latest. It would open at noon. Okay. And the great thing about it was, in addition to all the candy offerings, she also had like sugar cookies and stuff like that. Oh. But- the best of the best was that sometimes they would set up the fryer and they would sell you a chicken wing and some french fries for 50 cents. Did they charge by the wing? They charged by the wing. One wing. How much for one wing? 50 cents. How much for one wing? Chris Rock would have been oh, in heaven. It's that like, is yeah, you could so get. good. So you could come out of there with the wing can I get a cup of soda? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You had, of course, they had it available for you too, but that's an extra 50 cents. Yeah. But what was fucked up, and this is what made me finally grow up and stop going there and actually God. consider. Oh, no. <sighs> what dark turn did this take? One time. Oh, no. I got two wings. <laughs> and I went back to my granny's place because none of my friends were outside and of course you know none of them had phones or pagers or whatever bullshit back then and i'm sitting there and i'm about to dig in and watch some channel 11 wttw pbs whatever um and there was a press on nail in one of the baskets no no and it was like oh no yeah oh and I'm sitting there, and it's like my mind is trying to like Mm-mm. go. It's Mm-mm. just a press-on nail. No, you know, no. it's not a real nail. No, you just. What about the other? No, this is separate package altogether. Trash. So maybe, yep, trash all trash. Of it. And I never ate there again. No, nope. not even the, not even the pre-wrapped candy. I'm like, um, yeah. I think this is my first boycott. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I I can't. And I don't understand how people are fine. Oh no. <laughs> Mm-mm. I went. I mean, of course, like none of these places had licenses to sell anything. It was just like no. okay. But the pre, yeah. but the, you know, the pre-wrapped candies. I understand. I remember yeah. the first time that I went to like a bulk store, like uh-huh. any of those bulk food stores, and you saw the boxes of full-size candy bars or the boxes of chips or whatever, and you go, "Oh, that's where our teachers or whatever." 
got that stuff that would be yeah. our reward if we got so many stars or something like that. And it clicked for me that for the first time that that's where they got the thing or, or your, uh, your stand like at the pool, that's where they got the stuff and they're charging a dollar for each one of them. And they're paying, you know, 25 cents a piece. Yeah. This shop. And so it's the same thing. I'm sure they were going to bulk bulk stores or whatever and just stacking that stuff up, taking it and selling it for a profit. And that's how teachers had to make the rent sometimes. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. The teachers were just that. That's a totally separate thing. I remember teachers going above and beyond. And that was an example of if you did really well, then you'd get, you know, to pick a thing. Like maybe you get a cool little toy. And it was like dollar store type stuff. But it's still, you know, they still had to pay for that stuff. So Right, right. No, according to. Varsity Blues, the way teachers made ends meet on the weekend was that they danced at bars. I don't want your life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was terrible. All right. Uh, Okay. All right. Wall of Weird is going to... Wall of Weird. Or Wall of Weird is going to transition, and it's still going to be resnaculous. (laughs) Because... (laughs) Oh, this is a New Uh Jersey story, not a Florida story. Okay. All right. So... Imagine you're at a snack stand, (laughs) a snack stand, which uh, is in New Jersey, and you find a bag of bones found. You you mean a copy of Stephen King's bag of bones? Yes. Yes. Uh, Oh, okay. The state line lockout (laughs) snack stand in Alpine made a chilling discovery when they arrived to work Monday morning. A bone chilling discovery? So there was a bag a plastic bag, like a like a shopping bag of bones, uh-huh. hanging on the door, like the front door. And they they contacted the police and they're like, uh, they we think there are bones here. <laughs> so the cops show up and they're like, yeah, these are human bones. And so well. they're so now they have to investigate it. Uh, the person who left the bones. Uh, left the plastic bag on the snack stand's door, who is not currently a suspect, reportedly directed the police to other bones and personal items nearby. They're saying that the person who put, <laughs> who put them there wow. is not a suspect. Uh, the bones will be submitted for DNA, cross-checked from missing persons database, so I'm sure they'll do dental records if that's um, available. Uh, the state line lookout snack stand is located in the popular scenic overlook in Parasiles Interstate Parkway. Uh, so it's about a half mile south of New Jersey, New York state line. So, yeah, I just love that. It's like, no, no, the person who put it there is not a suspect. And <laughs> wait a minute. He's not a suspect. No, that's what I'm saying, dude. He's not a suspect. Oh God! Yes, let me let me reread this part so that you, the person who left the plastic bag on the snack stand's door, who is not currently a suspect, reportedly directed the police to other bones and personal (laughs) items nearby. So they just put (laughs) yeah, they just (sighs) put this there, and were like. Cool. So here's some bones that I found. Man. 
I wonder. Did you ever see um, who was the person that put? Maybe they have cameras. I guess. This reminds me of that story from um, the toys that made us. Did you ever watch that uh, miniseries on Netflix? It was good. Uh, I I haven't watched any more of it, but yes, I did see it. No, but (laughs) the part. Okay, so um, when they were talking about the uh, the mummified corpse of um, what's his name, Elmer McCurdy that they uh, had hanging up at an amusement park. Yeah. In uh I don't remember all the details, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, no, this is this is what uh inspired Skeletor was that the mm-hmm. designer of the toys saw this Yes. very realistic looking human corpse in a funhouse. Yeah. That happened to be a real human corpse and nobody knew for a long time. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Bag of bones. I mean yeah, I just I I read that I found this story and it went viral. So I'm sure you've heard it where um, Trump in his like his campaign video, one of his campaign videos was like showing models who were actually from other countries, some of them being oh, Russian, which was just yeah. hilarious. And I was like, that's gonna be well weird. And then I was like, no, Bag of Bones wins. Bag of Bones is a clear winner. Here. Yeah. What the yeah. fuck? Because Trump doing Trump shit is just, that's that's Tuesday. I mean, you know? and that's the thing that, like, people jump on, but at the same time, it's stock video, stock photos, if that's the case. You yeah. don't necessarily know. That's, I don't. That's true. Like, you know. That's what I always say. When it, when it, when people take that low-hanging fruit like that, I'm like, he's done enough real I know. I bullshit just to be upset about. I don't yeah. Care. yeah. Yeah, and I, and I don't think we should all care that much about that stuff. When right, I mean, you know. years from now, when we're looking back at this, we yeah. can laugh about little stupid shit like that. But now it's like, no, nah, oh. he's keeping kids. You assume fucking... we're going to live that long? That's so yeah. sweet. Yeah, in yeah. this country. Yeah. yeah. Sigh. Anyway, <laughs> uh... <laughs> so that was our wall of weird. That was our wall of weird. So if you like, what do we do? If you like all the things that we laid out for you, we didn't say this at the top of the episode like we normally do because we got we were so excited mm-hmm. to talk to you guys and let you hear what, what's going on in our world. So uh, follow us on the Facebook, the Twitter, the Instagram, uh, all at Lex and Matt. You can look for us that mm-hmm. way. You can also go to our website, LexandMattPod.com, which Alexis has so lovingly designed for oh all of God. you. Oh, my God. You just called me by my actual name. That's weird. <laughs> Isn't it weird when people call you by your full name? Yeah, it's like, like if somebody I'm calling says, you Matthew. Like what? Yeah, it's so it just feels unnatural. Yeah, that was weird. It's so strange. Weird. But I wanted to give you your 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 due respect. I put respect <laughs> on your name because you made that baller ass website for us. So go check that out, folks. To see what I'm talking about. And that has if links you, to everything on there on the side sidebar of it. Everything. If you're feeling generous. There was a couple bucks over at Patreon. You know, it'll be worth your while. We got bonus episodes and we mail out cool stuff to you every now and then. Oh. So go ahead and check Playlists, exclusive playlists for the summer, all exclusive. kinds of cool things. And, you know, if you can't do Patreon, which is the best way to support our show, you can always share it. That's free. Share it with that your is. friends. Give us reviews. That's something Word. you can do for free that really helps us out. Uh, yeah, do what you can to help out the show. We appreciate and the eponymous subscribe. Mm-hmm. That helps. Whatever that means. Subscribe to things. Yes. <laughs> no, subscribe to our show, not to things. That doesn't. 
<laughs> Specifically, things related to us. Subscribe to them. Yeah. Yes. You're a mess. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That was good stuff. Yeah. 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 We covered. I think that's. Uh, yeah, we covered oh, a lot. We didn't no bonus. Graphic this novel. Week. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Graphic novel challenge. Aha. I don't have a pick. Is that okay. Uh, no, no, it's good. It's fine. You can come up with something, but it'll be on our Instagram. What did you, uh, what did you read this week though? Giant days. I might do volume Giant two of it. I liked it. It was fun. Yeah. Fun yeah. and funny. I've I sent you, a, I sent you one thing of it, which was please God. <laughs> if, if you can't make her love, it was basically like, if you can't make her fall in love with me, make me not want to love her anymore or something. Oh, that's where that was from. <laughs> yeah. That was, from. That was really funny. That was really good. Yeah. yeah, I enjoyed that. Um, Curse Words by uh, Chris Soul. I had to figure out how to pronounce that. Thanks again, Caitlin Rosberg. Um, Chris Soul and Ryan Brown. Uh, he's a local Chicago guy, by the way, so support this book. Cool. Curse Words is maybe, it's it's like the front runner for the uh, books that I've read so far. Really? Yeah, wow. it's that entertaining. It's wacky it's wild it's fun and oh. artwork is phenomenal i mean i <laughs> i'm overhyping it just go read it it's a fun book that sounds really cool yeah that's great <laughs> no it's it's about it's the so, modern day wizard who decides uh and this is only in the first few pages um but it'll, it'll hopefully hook you enough it's a it's about a modern day wizard who decides not to destroy the world and becomes a hipster okay <laughs> that's cool but it's um it's very funny that's great I enjoyed it. like I, the reason why i dug it so much is because it's not often i can say i laugh out loud at a comic book and this one had me laughing that's so awesome. much so i, yeah, I immediately rare. had to share it with d i'm like you gotta read this it's just fucking nuts hmm. i'll have to check that out <laughs> yeah cool. definitely yeah so I, I yeah I haven't made a pick for this week. I completely forgot to do that until now. Yeah. I was I was busy gathering those stories about Kanye West wanting to build <laughs> Tatooine in L.A. Well, presumably. Next week I'm probably gonna read a Ghostbusters book because I've uh, been checking those out, and now that I know that they have a, a lore akin to the Duck books, yeah, I'm definitely gonna dig in and just kind of see what they got going it's on there. It's probably gonna be the next Giant Days volume for me because i liked it enough okay. to keep reading but i don't know I'll, I'll post it on the insta uh to try to remember yeah cool so <laughs> yeah so thanks for listening everyone we yes, appreciate thank it you. thank you for listening thanks for showing up and uh be excellent to each other bye